A what? A USB-C to USB. Um, I have it. I carry it with me. Oh, okay. That doesn't <laughs> yeah. help me. Yeah. You don't have one at the house? I do not have one at the house, no. How, how can you carry it with you? Yeah, I, I thought, I thought, because I carry my laptop with me. Oh. I yeah. carry it with me, too. No, oh, great. Yeah. You guys are so... <laughs> Who are you with? My podcasting partner. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, that's... I, I sent you a little video of it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I said, oh, you should get this little adapter, <laughs> USB to USB-C adapter. Really? Video it. Yeah, yeah. I could send it again if you like. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I understand what it is now. Thank you. Okay. Have a good day. All right, see ya. Well, humiliating. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Bad vibes with Talia and Alexis. Wait, how's LA? It's a place. Um, <laughs> this is the first time I've been to LA and I haven't hated it, so I'm happy. Same here. Yeah. yeah. Same here. Oh yeah. And I was raised here. But I think I needed some time away. To appreciate it. That I makes actually sense. really am having a great trip. Like I, I'm having fun here. Good. So are you seeing your friends, family, love? Seeing ones? my friends. I'm just like, you know what? It's not even about seeing my friends. I get a little bit stressed out every time I come home because um there's so many different things I want to savor while I'm here. I'm trying to enjoy mm-hmm. the weather and my neighborhood and feeling so at home and everything feels so natural and easy. But I also need to see people, but I really just want to dedicate this limited amount of time that I have here to like seeing my best friends and seeing people who are really truly enjoyable for me to see and not people who I'm obligated to see. But then I post that I'm here. And then it's a DM storm. Yeah. Well, like people that I'm like, I think some people, I guess this is a really great thing that I'm lucky to have, but like I think some people feel like they're closer friends with me than I think I am with them. I feel that way about 90% of people. Okay, yeah. So I felt bad saying that, but it's true. Like I I think I just like – I love everyone that I'm friends with, but some people I just don't consider like essential for me to see when I'm visiting home. And Mm -hmm. so many people are like offended that I didn't tell them that I came home or like, oh, well, you know, we have to hang out. I'm like, I don't feel like we have to hang out. I feel like we we should hang out like once a year. I don't think that there's that much to talk about. So I have to like figure out ways to not see those people. I feel you 100%. And we have to talk about Coachella. Oh, we will talk about Coachella in the vibe check. Okay. We will. I feel that way like with just like kind of everything. I don't feel that way when I go home because I went to boarding school, so I don't have any friends at home. Thank Mm -hmm. God. I just have a massive family. But Mm -hmm. like in LA, I already feel like I had to cancel dinner tonight because I have a conflict already. Like we're booked. It's like, what the fuck? Like- I feel like there's no t- – I, I wanted to come to LA to like sort of reset and mm-hmm. also like here for work but also just to like chill out because I feel like I haven't had silence in like mm-hmm. a year since I moved to New York and I feel like that's not happening. I feel like I'm almost busier here than I am at really? home and I just want people to like leave me alone a lot of the time. So I feel you. I just want to be left alone constantly. Did you see that Haley Bieber like TikTok? That sound yes. that's like going around. <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> Haley Bieber made a TikTok. Alone. Leave me alone. And I totally, I totally understand. She's saying like people are so I don't mean do to her. anything. People are so mean to her about like Jelena and whatever. Literally. But also like, okay, if we leave you alone, Haley, if we stop talking about like Selena and bullying you, no one's gonna talk about you, period. 
Nobody, there's nothing about you that's interesting. This so woman you better is- enjoy it. Be careful <laughs> exactly. what you ask for. Because if you ask us to stop talking about you. I tried watching her YouTube videos. I didn't know she makes YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, she does. She makes YouTube videos. It's like in her bathroom. Honestly, if you can make a living on being pretty, like I respect that more than anything. Like 100%. She seems so but nice But she's too. not, and I'm sure she's nice, like she's nice, but there's, like Shannon said, she's vibeless. Like yes, she's vibeless. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what Shannon said. <laughs> I've never been more indifferent towards a person. I've never had less thoughts about a person. She only crosses my mind when she is mentioned and then she immediately leaves through the other <laughs> ear. Like she's done. There's like, she's bread. She's white bread. White bread. You know who's not white bread, but I do feel that way about? Hmm. Harry Styles. Same. I don't I've care. I've never thought about Harry Styles. He was like, it was such a big deal that he played Coachella. I like, I've never had two thoughts about this man. I guess this in itself is a thought. I think about how much I don't care. Yeah, you didn't go. I I like literally went home because I was like, I don't care. Like, I think I never cared about One Direction. I think it was probably some sort of like pick me energy where I was like, I'm not going to care about One Direction because all the other girls do. Like, I'm sure that's what it was at heart. But in reality right now, like. I just I don't care. I lo- I think Zayn is hot. I always thought he was hot. Then I found out he was five eight. Humiliating, <laughs> but like <laughs> I like short guys. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, at the end of the day, I feel like the Harry Styles obsession is wild, and to headline Coachella is a huge fucking deal. And I don't think he has the career for that. But that's just me. Doja Cat should have headlined. Like Harry Styles has one album, right? Besides One Direction. I guess so. I mean, look, you're asking the wrong person. I could not even name a single one of Harry Styles' songs. I, just I don't only care. know Watermelon Sugar. That's why I didn't go. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to have a bad time. I'm not saying he's like not talented. I think I'm he's sure great. he is. Yeah. I'm glad he's famous. Like, I think he's deserving. I just don't give a fuck. And I, maybe it's because I'm not attracted to him. I was, I'm not either. I'll, I would have taken any opportunity to be a pick me. Um, contrarian, I don't like what you like type of girl in middle school. And I wasn't with One Direction. Like, I hated mm. everything that everybody else liked in efforts to be a cool girl who wasn't like the other girls. And I will admit that I was the ultimate pick me, but I did love One Direction. I saw them live. I was really mm. excited about it. And I really was into like watching the YouTube videos for a bit. I really liked their whole dynamic, but I never found them hot. Like I was yeah. never I, I think I think I just liked the fandom and like the idea of going to a concert, but I was not I've never I think I've if there's one thing I'm consistent about, it's my type in men. And I've always liked the exact type of men that I like now, and I've always disliked his everyone type. else. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can visualize your type. Dude, That's I've I have the most concrete, consistent type. Since I was a child, I was. I wrote this really funny. I told you about my Spangler's Ghostbuster tweet. Uh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I have always liked that man. Like since I was a child, it's so weird. Have you always it had is the weird. same type? Um. Yeah. Ever. I think ever since Aladdin. You know, Aladdin. Yeah, I like a like tall, dark, handsome with a bit of a beard. Like, mm. but like I feel like they all like. I have I think my first he wasn't my boyfriend he was just obsessed with me and I didn't know how to say no to him mm-hmm. was Indian and like I feel like I find like non-white people very with beards mm-hmm. very attractive mm-hmm. but it's but like the Drake type I'm not really like I think Drake is hot but Drake isn't my type you know like I've always thinking, found Drake pretty hot Drake is Drake is 
very sexy, but he's not my he's not my like my type is Jeff. Like Jeff is my type. Right. You know. So notice how Drake is sense. Jewish. Like I it's yeah. it's so I'm yeah. so consistent. You like so the tall, consistent. dark, handsome. My mom is the same way. I like yeah. short to medium height, <laughs> like pale but dark hair, and a little into his mom. A little slightly bit balding. Slightly, yeah. I like him a little bit up here. Yeah, you got a few. <laughs> that's what's happening like under your life. Little, um, like the things that I have. may or may not <laughs> have glasses. Yeah. At um, what what do you call this when it like starts to go up in the front, like little horns? The the, the I don't know what they're called. Home. I like when a guy horns. has a little widow's peak, sort of, because he's balding. Mm, I see it. <laughs> Anyhow, how was Passover? I'm very very sad that I was not in attendance. So is my mom. She's really upset <laughs> that you weren't there. We invited my other entertainer friend, and she was like, "I wish I was Alexis." But she. <laughs> She um no it was it was good my multicultural seder I everyone had a lot of fun you know Lafonda brought her boyfriend Glenn very exciting first time I got to meet Glenn Mm -hmm. okay and everybody I posted a couple photos everyone was so excited about my multicultural seder so thank you for listening it went great it's a little long for my taste and also the Haggadah which is like the thing that we read out of my mom has like a social justice themed Haggadah. So it's like not even about Judaism. It's just about like this, <laughs> the slavery that we hold ourselves to and the injustice in the world and like the shackles in our own lives. Oh, so we had Lord. to like reflect on like in what ways are we still being enslaved mentally? I invited my friend Scott and I was looking over at him the entire time and he was like, this, this is not real. Like I, <laughs> he pulled me aside at the end and he goes, how are you half normal? I was <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> no because yeah that would be yeah. a lot I guess I've just spent so much time around my family that I don't realize like how I know that my family's eccentric and weird but like they're not they're, they're nowhere near as like complicated and weird as your family is so I guess yeah. I just compare it to other people I'm like yeah my family's like funny in like a funny Jewish weird way mm-hmm. but Scott was Scott who was from like a funny Jewish is family Jewish? I guess yeah yeah of course are you kidding me you're right I don't know why I asked I don't know why I asked yeah he he literally was like how did you turn out okay I'm like holy shit are they that weird oh my I don't think they are I think he's gas not gaslighting I no. learned the real I learned the real meaning of gaslighting on TikTok this week and now I like can't use that word anymore but really he, yeah man it's like fucking it's actually fucking sad like but anyway I feel like he was just probably trying to make a joke he didn't mean but. it like they were bad weird. He was just like, they are so out there. No, I know. Yeah. I can't He's believe like, that you are like kind of normal. I'm glad. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you – I mean, funny people always grow up in weird situations. Exactly. I'm like, what are your parents like? How how'd you turn out the way that you are? Exactly. Like you, his Seder probably has some crazy shit. Okay, but I want to hear more about like what are your thoughts on Los Angeles – Oh. Let's dig into that. So Los Angeles is interesting because every time I've come here in the past, like I've really not like I just it's not that I didn't like it. I just got a really weird vibe like in my body where I just like mm-hmm. did not. I felt like something was always off. And I think it might just be because it's so overhyped and it's all but it's also very chill. And when you go from New York to L.A., it's just it's just so so different and contrasting that I just like don't love that. And I also can't drive. So there's right. a sense of just feeling trapped. Right. But there's that part. But the thing is, when I came to LA last, like two months ago for work, I felt like it was my first time where I was like, okay, I kind of like this because weather's amazing. Like 
I actually work in this industry now. So I feel like I have a better lay of the land. And also like, I'm very superficial. Like I Mm -hmm. love designer shit. I love judging people's outfits. How do you like me? You know, it's a good question. It's a great one. Really, it is. I love because you're I think because you're funny, probably. That's it. But not for you. You look at me and you're like, how dare she walk in here like this? No, I think because you own it, it doesn't matter. But like, I love I love Real Housewives. Like, I just love superficial shit, too. So I'm like, actually, I think I kind of like vibe with this. And I've also now that I've lived in New York for a year and a half, I'm kind of like, okay. I'm tired of just going, going 24-7, which is like all that there is in, L- in New York. So I needed to come to LA to like, I think, chill out. But anyhow, I like it. I'm in downtown LA right now because that's the apartment I'm staying in. But I don't really, I don't know. The thing about LA is like, you just don't walk. Like every, you drive everywhere. So you don't really get a feel for anything. Well, I grew up in an area where you walk and that's like the best that, I don't know what I would do if I grew up in like the valley or even in yeah. the Palisades or something where there's really like two places that you can go on foot. Anytime someone tells me they're moving like to LA, they tell me they're living in, I don't know, like the West Side or the Valley. I'm like, you're, then why move here? You're doing it completely yeah. wrong. You need to be – if you're a newbie to LA, you're trying to get a feel for like this city and you need to go where there's something. You can't yeah. go somewhere that you need to drive in order to get there. It's It ruins the whole experience. And people insist that, oh, no, I love it in the Valley. I love it in Marina Del Rey. It's like, well, you don't even know how much you could be loving it. Yeah, okay. That's a good point. Like, I was, like, considering moving here because Jeff, like, wanted to move here. I think it was it was wintertime. Everyone wants to move to L.A. from New York in the winter because it's fucking right. cold, you know? Like, in the summer, I don't feel like there's a need to. I just wanted to be bi-coastal. I wanted to be, like, really cool and bi-coastal. And, like, I was, like, pushing that on him. And he was, like, I really don't give a fuck about this. And he's just going to stay in New York. But he doesn't like New York. So that's my thing. I'm realizing – this is so embarrassing to admit. I want – to love New York so badly. And I do. Yeah. I love it 10 times more than I love LA. But I don't know. Like being here has really made me realize that I am accepting the bare minimum quality of life. Yes. And I <laughs> that's what it I'm is. Like any like shred of happiness that I have there, it's so it feels like such a bigger deal than it is here. Like here, my baseline fundamental feeling. Every single day I wake up and I feel good. And then certain yeah. things in my day can bring me down or make me feel even better. But generally I wake up not dreading the day and I'm like, okay, it's good to be here. New York, I'm like, what will the challenge be? Like, like exactly. how can I get fucked even harder? Like I just – it's like things need to make me happy in New York. Whereas here it's like, okay, I'm generally good. And I totally – I used to never understand – why somebody would want to move from New York City to LA. I'm like, there's so much more to do there. So much more fun to be young there. What a nightlife. How how convenient that everything is so close and the transportation. And they move here. Now, I still would rather live in New York, hands down. But I totally get why people move. And I totally yeah. understand why people fall in love, who are from New York, fall in love with the West Coast. Because I didn't realize that I'm in a bad mood constantly in New York. Yeah. And And the bad mood is like, you just get hit. Like when I leave my apartment in New York, first of all, you run into, I have this crazy man who sits outside my building on a Mm -hmm. bike with a bunch of feathers and has incense going. Like I'm not kidding 24 hours a fucking day. I got to run into that. He's playing music super loud. Walk Mm -hmm. to the train, 
somebody's getting fucking assaulted at the train. Always something's happening. Then you get to the office. Like I work near Chelsea Market. It's fucking tourists everywhere. Like like, Mm -hmm. you don't catch a fucking break. Like you want to go on a relaxing walk in New York. It's not fucking happening. Right. And it's just, I don't know. Like I come here and I'm like, why am I there again? But now I'm starting to miss it. Like after a week here, I'm like, okay. Yeah, you you I start get to it. miss it after a little bit. You do. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Like I, I think I just miss my independence. That's really the best part about it. I was talking about this at Seder. Everyone says LA is shitty heaven and New York is fun hell. And I, a lot of people prefer to be in shitty heaven with a lot of disingenuous people and a lot of really – materialistic, like not great friends. And a lot of, I I mean, my best friends are here, but like people, I think that the people in LA, like I don't really respect them the way that I do respect New York people. Mm -hmm. And I don't respect the culture of LA the way that I do respect what like New York is all about. Yeah. I just don't like being around the same type of person. Like this is my issue with San Francisco too, is like San Francisco as a city itself. Great. But like the people are homogenous and I hate that. In LA, right. like I feel like that I'm not. I haven't been here enough to see that, but it's like same industry, same goals. Everyone wants to like be hot and famous. New York, at least, like there's diversity of like thinking, interests, jobs, etc. That's right. kind of why I prefer it. Right, exactly. Like I, 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 people sometimes environment means a lot to people, whereas the people mean a lot more to me. It's mm. not really the environment, and I like the people in New York better, but the environment here is just objectively incredible and beautiful perfect i love it i just like the sunshine feels so good shall we move on to our vibe check let's discuss coachella let's do it tell me everything i really wish you were there honestly but really I don't this year. You know that you know that sound that's like it's hell in there. It's horror <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that is how I feel about Coachella. Like really awful. Like I can't. Like okay, I had an artist pass and I had like golf cart access, mm-hmm. and even I was like, this is fucking like pure chaos because logistically, this is the most awfully run thing I've ever seen in my life. Like the security guards, no one at Coachella knows anything besides their one very specific job. So mm-hmm. if you need help with anything such as perhaps leaving the festival, they don't even, they don't know where to direct you. They don't know anything about you. They're like, I don't know where the door is. Like I'm just in charge of this, this area. It's mm-hmm. awful. I hate it. Um, I was also there for work and like, I just didn't love the vibes that were happening in my like work situation. There was tension, there was issues. I was very upset, but I had fun with my work friends. That's for sure. But we were not enjoying our treatment from the other people at work. And it was just sending me into like a fucking spiral because they hadn't gotten food for us, even though they said they would. So when I'm hangry, like I can get very mean when I don't eat and like, I get aggressive. And so I was, I was, I had to really temper myself because it was a fucking mess. Anyway, so Coachella, a lot. Like I was there for work. We did really cool activations at work, but like I don't care about Harry Styles. I don't care about Billie Eilish and I don't care about The Weeknd. I only care about Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion. I don't give a fuck about Billie Eilish. No, I don't. Like I really don't. don't. Like 
I'm so tired. I don't care. Like I, I also don't like being outside and I don't like concerts. So this was not the move. Okay. Well then there you go. (laughs) That wasn't great. I mean, but disgusting, hated it. Then I was supposed to go to Revolve Festival because I'm a, I'm a Revolve ambassador. And so, um, they sent, they gave me some tickets and they were like, you need to do these deliverables and we'll give you um, like a $2,000. I'm just going to spill It's so multi. funny how Revolve just convinces all these micro-influencers to do yeah. like their free marketing in exchange for a bad mini music festival. Listen, it's bad. <laughs> it's because- so embarrassing. So the thing is, if Revolve knows who I am, that means they know what who other black influencers are and they still have no black influencers on their like actual Revolve trip. Like it bothers me a lot because there's a lot of people who have the same numbers and the same reach as the people that they choose, but they mm-hmm. still consistently choose the same skinny white girls and one plus size token person. Mm-hmm. And it is very frustrating to the point where like after this like Revolve Fest issue, I don't think I'm going to continue my partnership with them because it's they're just getting free shit from me. Like they're getting free endorsements from me because they give me $2,000 a month to shop on their website. And I'm like, I'm just not going to do that anymore. Like that's I would, it costs way more for me to make a TikTok than to do that. So I'm just not going to anymore. But first of all, what even is Revolve cute? I've never seen any oh, of Oh, Revolve's, Revolve's clothes are great. I love Revolve's really? clothes. Really? And it's, yeah. And like, I, I like genuinely shop there. I've never have, bought anything from Revolve. It's expensive and they have good brands. Like, I like it. Like, genuinely, I do like shopping on Revolve, but I don't like, they're not very size inclusive and the sizing is all over the place because it's a lot of different brands. Well, Remy Bader is going to fix that. <laughs> yeah. Isn't I mean, she doing like a line? She did do a line. She did do a line. Yeah. Should be good. But she was uh, – I think she was a part of like the whole trip. But basically like what Revolve does for their influencers is they reach out to a bunch of influencers. They give them these credits and then they ask them to pet to post – like on their TikTok or on their Instagram throughout the month. So if you ever see any of your favorite influencers posting, odds are that they don't actually get paid for that. Otherwise, you would see hashtag so ad on it. That's it's so embarrassing. so embarrassing. And so for me, someone who's small, it makes sense to take the free clothes because a relationship with Revolve is like very highly sought after. Like managers always tell their clients, like take it with Revolve because they have good connects. But like for other people, for some, for if you have two hundred thousand Instagram followers, babes. $2,000 in free credit is not going to help do much. Right. I mean, I don't know what they pay them. Anyway. I got like pretty much the same. I got paid for Princess Polly and free clothes. Exactly. Me too. They're not paying you for doing the work and for the free clothes? No, but I get That's for most up. of my brand deals, I you get exactly. You can't pay rent with free Revolve t-shirts Mm-mm. and skirts. You can't. So, but since they built up this crazy like influencer marketing like reputation everyone wants to be involved in the revolve trips because that's sort of like what makes you look like you're a real influencer so they do all this stupid shit where they do all of that right which is like right. ex- basically exploiting in most influencers 100 right. I, I took part in it because i wanted that clout too right but for revolve festival which is their main money maker of their entire year entire year they offer you like two wristbands so you and a plus one $2,000 to choose your clothes and like you get to go. And like for them, 
like literally they make their most money off of this one specific activation because everyone who goes is tag has to tag whatever they're wearing from Mm -hmm. revolve and so i'm planning on going i have to work most of day two so like i finally am like planning on getting there at 5 15 my plus one delara she's um at legal baddie on tiktok love her literal literal icon i love her she gets there before me like two hours before me because she needed to go pick up her wristband and they're like we don't have any wristbands and she's like what are you talking about like this is a exclusive invite only event mm-hmm. you invite 200 people you have 200 like, what are you fucking talking about so they're giving her a hard time amber rose is next to her and they're giving amber rose a hard time like we don't have any more fucking wristbands then, like, for two hours, she's, like, waiting there in line with her other friends, like, waiting for me to get there. But, like, no buses are coming. And the rumor is uh, the Revolve buses were, like, jumped. They were, like, mobbed by people who, like, aren't go- – who weren't invited to the Revolve Festival. And so the bus drivers refused to come back and, like, take the rest of the people there. But in your contract with Revolve, when you get the free clothes, they say you need to spend two hours at Revolve Festival basically. And like, so all these girls who brought, and that's for my very small micro influencer contract, like for all these other people who are bigger than me, I'm sure they had more deliverables. So like they had to go, they had to go, you know, so they're standing in line for hours. Mm -hmm. Three people fainted. Everybody was (gasps) fucking fighting. People were fighting in there trying to get on this bus. Like it was a madhouse. And like, the reason it's like this is because Revolve doesn't tell you where their festival is. It's not at Coachella, but you have to meet at this specific point and then the buses will shuttle you there, I guess, to keep it exclusive or something. So like, I, so I didn't want to get on a bus that I didn't know where I was going. And two, I didn't know if it would bring me back in time to see like the rest of the acts. So I was like, I'm not going to do this. Like, this is absurd. So like, I just like posted content that was not at revolve festival and tagged revolve and i was like i don't give a fuck like i'm not gonna work with them after this because it's so Mm -hmm. like stupid like imagine like just treating everyone like shit and they're not even addressing it not addressing it at all like i emailed my contact i was like they're saying that my person doesn't have a ga wristband and she's like come back tomorrow excuse me like you guys are legit like failing over here not apologizing so anyway I just, I don't like it. And I'm tired of the fact that like of the people invited, there was probably three black people. And I had to like ask for a ticket. They didn't like reach out to me. I was like, I'm going to be there. Like it's lack of diversity, lack of size, size, inclusivity. Like I just want to stop like putting them on a pedestal. I mean, I don't even know who the fuck they are, but fuck them. I, I've just been seeing their name everywhere. So I can't imagine this is like terrible for them. People were saying like, was this a PR, PR thing by everyone? No, because everything at Coachella, like my company was arguably the biggest company there and we still had logistical issues. Like Coachella is a logistical nightmare. They just fucked up and they're not admitting to it. It's so sad that it's like this now because I distinctly remember the first time I went to Coachella in 2015, I was so impressed with the logistics. I was very impressed with how helpful the staff were. I thought that everybody knew their place and what they were supposed to be doing and everybody was – it was like a big network of people. I felt that everyone was very helpful, including the festival goers. I thought that people were very – there was like a sort of a community aspect to it. Yeah, exactly. Like people were Mm -hmm. really willing to help you if you got dehydrated. If you – I remember being in the crowd and I couldn't see and people were always like asking around, can everybody see? Can everybody – Jesus, I want to get in front of me. That's so sweet. It was was a totally different culture. And I don't want to be one of these like 
ancient people who's like, well, it's the influencers now. But I really do think it is that. But I don't think it's the influencers. I think it's the brands. It's the brands who are co-opting Coachella and making it like this advertising event instead of a music festival. And it's kind of ruined. Like it's just, it's really, it sucks. But also, okay, I also don't want to be one of these people who's like, Oh, it's so basic. Like, I I think things are basic and, uh, you know, overdone because they're good. I think that Coachella mm-hmm. is something that I will. I might even try to go this weekend. I'll go in the future. I like music festivals. I like to be outside. I like to be in a big crowd. I understand that it's logistically impossible now. Um, and I understand really the only way to enjoy it is if I were to go for free and get a special access, mm-hmm. all access pass. Yeah. But all of that being said, Coachella used to have this allure to it. Like, it was kind of cool Coachella kind of fell off like Coachella it's kind of off. embarrassing Coachella fell off I was watching all the stories like every time I saw a picture of somebody at Coachella I was like oh this is kind of I reserve this word only for times where I think that it is truly appropriate because it is so overused and so stupid and annoying now so I will only use this word for this particular thing and the word that comes to mind is chuggy I think that Coachella <laughs> is the definition of chuggy now. That's not to say that I won't go. I don't care what you guys think. I'm not judging. Go to a music festival if you get a free ticket. I think it's fucking fun. And I will still be mm. there because I like any opportunity to do drugs in the sunshine and frolic. However, I would be embarrassed to post about it. And yeah. I, it used to be cool to go to Coachella. It used to be like, wow, she's at Coachella. What a cool person. Now it's like, oh, that is so embarrassing that she's like at Revolve Fest. I do not – if I were there this weekend or next weekend, do not catch me at this Revolve thing. Not because of you all of the nightmarish it's- issues. Not because it was Fire Festival. But because it's fucking embarrassing. And all of you are just doing free work for these companies. I feel the exact same way. This brings us into another thing that I got a little bit of heat for on TikTok. Hmm. I think that unboxing PR is getting to a point where it's embarrassing. Because I think it's embarrassing. No, it is because it's very – Let's just give all these corporations like free advertising – it's one thing if I have a lot of friends who started small businesses. I have a lot of like Ian Charms, for example. Let's yeah, give them Ian, a shout out. Ian Charms, my Ian friend Charms works is like there. a booming small business, doing great. Um, and I really enjoy this creative idea. And she's like a friend of ours now. So when she sends me stuff, she doesn't have a huge budget to pay me my rate, but no. she sends me this stuff, and I'm like, I really like what she's doing here. I'm proud to represent it. So I'll post a photo when I like it, and I'll tag her like when I like what she sends me. Dunkin' Donuts and Elf collaborated. Two giant companies, and they sent me <laughs> this shitty makeup so that I would rather die me. than put donut flavored, you know, foundation on my face. Okay. And that's it's giving Gen Z pandering. They sent it that. to me. Trust me, I love Dunkin' Donuts. I'd love to do a partnership with Dunkin' Donuts because I'm a huge fan of their coffee. If they pay me, okay? I'm not posting this. People will reach out to me saying, we love it. You know, hopefully you'll share a picture of it. Sometimes if somebody sends me a product that I truly love, like, um, I don't know, Drunk Elephant, like, sends me a couple things. Oh, my God. The I Drunk Elephant package was good. Huge package. But good. I was not willing to post it because that's a big company and they have $5,000 to pay me. They can yeah. pay me. But they're choosing not to and hoping that I'll give them an honest, good review anyway. So what I'm thinking of doing is I'm going to start doing – people like to see the unboxings, I think, because it's satisfying. It but is. I'm not going to, like, show 20 boxes. I think that's kind of, like, 
braggy and ridiculous. Yeah. But it is insensitive. It's like here's all the shit that I can afford, but I'm not. And also, it's embarrassing because you're promoting. That's the crazy thing. Like the the more the more famous you get, the more free shit you get. The more the richer, you can afford the richer shit. you get, the more free yeah. shit you get. I haven't yeah. paid for skincare in a very long time. Me neither. I don't. And this is like I, the first time in my life that I've had money to pay for that kind of thing. Exactly. But exactly. Yeah. So like, drunk elephant sends me this giant package, and there are like two things in this pack. I tried everything before I posted it. And there are like two things in this package that I think worked well to the point where I would buy them with my own money again. And I want people to know about it. Only then did I say, thank you very much for this package. I appreciate it. And I'm going to buy this in the future. Only then will I give them my platform. But like, yeah, I think like it's important you. to just know it's not like being ungrateful. It's the fact that like it's a large corporation and it's kind of a cop out to send somebody yeah. with a million followers something and expect them to post it. So and like shame them for not being quote grateful exactly. about it when you're a large corporation. Like a small right. business is a completely different story. But like I like I don't fucking know like. Cetaphil doesn't need like right. more promo. Like I'm sorry. Right. So it's very weird. And it's also waste. It's wasteful. It's also very wasteful. Like these packages are so wasteful. No. And so all these brands are honestly like, so I think Coachella is a good example. Like when I walked into the VIP section for the first time, like, cause we were the only people in the, in the artist section. And I had no idea that there's a difference between the artists and the VIP section. So mm-hmm. I went to the VIP section. Big it was day. just brands. Just brands. Like, and I was like, that's what this is. And everyone I know that was at Coachella was there with a brand, like all my friends. Like, nobody goes there to have fun anymore. And I I know was there for work. Every single person I know. I wouldn't, I ran into Davis at the airport. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm going for work. And he's like, so am I. But I was like, it's not the same thing. Cause but mine he is a did have job. to do but it was like all work. Exactly. It was work. He was working all day long. Like and you can't really enjoy it, it. You can't enjoy it. Like that's also what it is. Is there's no like no one's going to the shows and like people where I saw on TikTok were talking about how Doja like the crowd wasn't good for Doja and they only knew the TikTok songs and I was like, mm-hmm. well yeah, like just I stop expecting Coachella to be like the music lovers fucking paradise. Like that's right. not what it is anymore. And no. like leave that alone. And also the sound is not good at Coachella. You can't hear anything. So. Really? Not. It's so it sad. Was, it used to be so fun. It was so sad. Fun. Like I was upset like because there was a sound lag like really? at Coachella. Like I couldn't hear her that way. Like I couldn't get as excited as I want. I also wasn't with like black people. So I wasn't having right, right. the best time at like Megan Thee Stallion. That's fine. Austin City Limits, completely different experience. That's but do the you, new Coachella. Don't you think that will become like whatever the big music festival, whatever, and South by Southwest, like those like just become Coachella. Like anytime a brand can advertise, like they're taking that opportunity. Right. Can we talk about how Kylie Jenner made all these bitches look like clowns when she showed up? Did you see these photos of her? Yeah. She showed up in jeans and a t-shirt and I was like, you're so cool. Like, you're so done with it. That was the marker. It was like, Kylie Jenner can't even put together an outfit for this shit. This is the sign. Coachella's done. And she made everyone there who looked like they put together a whole outfit. She made them all look so stupid. Like, she walked in and was like, this is so embarrassing for all of you that you thought about this. If you ever see me at Coachella and you catch me putting more than five minutes of thought into an outfit next year, 
don't let me go. Cause that is so, I can feel Coachella going downhill. It's not cool to be like Vanessa Hudgens, fashion queen of the desert anymore. I saw Vanessa Hudgens. Did you really? I saw so many celebrities. She used to run Coachella. And exactly. And she was like giving me 2012. Like it was just like a fucking maxi dress, like giving, giving us a look like basic. And like, that's what you have to do. Like jeans and a t-shirt, right. maxi dress vibes. Cause also I wore, cause I had to wear revolve clothes and my clothes are just coated in dust by the end of the day. Like you don't yeah. want to spend money on what you're going to wear to Coachella because it's disgusting out there I just feel like it's, it's the whole thing it's just so embarrassing to give a fucking like chill. it like you I don't gotta like just it. do it chill. like i get i get why because it was such a big brand thing in the past but i think the two years off really solidified it as like not that thing but there was yeah. so many tiktokers there and like I just, I just feel like we're faulting the wrong people when people talk shit about Coachella. Everyone's saying like, oh, these fucking influencers, they ruined it. But influencers no. don't pay to go to Coachella. No one is like, oh, let's, me and you are like, oh, let's go to Coachella together. It'll be so fun. No, a brand reaches out to you and right. that's why you go. Like it's, it's not the it's influencer's the fault. fault. For like yeah. making Revolve Fest, like complaining about Revolve. They were invited to an experience. The experience did not deliver. They're exactly. allowed to complain about how that was a bitch to deal with. And you know what? Speaking of that, let me slander the queen a little bit. And not that I really give a fuck about her because I've never seen Housewives, but I know that she's a really impressive person. Bethany Frankel posted a TikTok. Did you see it? She's been posting a lot of TikToks. Which one? It was about Revolve Fest and like her making fun of all the influencers for complaining about it. And trust me, I had a lot of fun laughing at the influencers talking about Revolve Fest. I didn't necessarily sympathize to the max. Like, it wasn't like I was watching videos of Ukraine, okay? But, like, I... (laughs) Not Ukraine. I I understand how it's so funny to make fun of them. But at the end of the day, like, they're just young people who were invited to this cool experience and they're getting to enjoy this. And then they're allowed to complain when, like, the brand fucked it up. Yeah. Bethany Frankel sounded so bitter and old. Like, why are you so upset at these 20-year-olds, like, living their life? It's giving, like, Kim Kardashian saying, get up and work. Yeah, it's sort of like, okay, well, first of all, I don't like any reality star making fun of, like, the concept of an influencer because, okay, this is how they're deciding to rise to notoriety. How did you get your fame, Bethany Frankel? I know that she's a business mogul now. I respect that. But how did she start off? On reality you, television. It's not and she exactly. she became a business mogul because of that. Because, it's not, of, because of selling drama and because of selling her petty shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that that deserves any more or less respect than getting famous because you're a content creator. You were on reality TV. It's not exactly like you got a PhD from Harvard. Okay. So I don't owe you any more respect than I owe these 20 year olds. She just sounded so bitter so angry i'm like you're so old like you you Mm. literally sound so old and gross and like i don't know it's just you're so angry that these 20 year olds are like getting free shit like why just it sounds like you're mad that you can't go to revolve fest and that's the thing is that's what it sounds like when you complain about it because it just sounds you sound dumb like yeah whenever well while i was at coachella like me and delar were like all these people are talking shit about this but like if you were offered a free vip ticket to coachella you you're not gonna say no like right. you're not like don't act like you're so above this industry oh, trust me i'm gonna call it embarrassing all day long but i will be there absolutely <laughs> it's gonna be fun i just feel like if you people who are i don't know i feel like people complaining about coachella going to shit you're the same people who are buying shit 
tweets that these influencers are posting from Coachella. And as long as you continue to do that, it's going to be a brand capitalist hellscape and you're going to have to deal with that. So that's all allowed to to complain about it, but just acknowledge that you're also going to be there and it's, and you're also supporting it and you're also watching all the content. You're like talking shit about Coachella, but you watched every single one of my stories. So don't talk shit about influencers and people getting famous on the internet for, you know, being stupid and like not being smart enough when you yourself started on reality television. We're all the fucking same in this level of like fame or this, this level of like being an internet celebrity. We're all we all talk shit about each other because it's like fun and it's content, but we're all the fucking same. Literally, we all make the same mistakes. We're all embarrassing for the same reasons. None of us are above anybody else. We're just all the same. So literally, just acknowledge I'm... that. And it's... I think that's what what makes us allowed to talk about what we talk about. We are all the same. We're all the same. If someone is famous for whatever reason. They're still famous. So shut the fuck up. Like right. at the end of the day, just because so like, I don't know. I'm just tired of this idea of like needing to intellectualize someone to deem them right. respectable. Like if they got their their bag, they got their bag respected and move on unless they're hurting people. Shut the fuck up about it. Right. Drives me Absolutely. insane. People don't respect creators and it makes me so mad they're like oh well i can't believe this 23 year old's a millionaire because they started making content i'm like well it's like you didn't you didn't so like you know people get so okay at the very beginning of me going viral there was this one stand-up comedian a female stand-up comedian on instagram who would post every single one of my videos and like talk about how like this girl needs to like she people are calling her a comedian like an internet comedian she's not a comedian she doesn't do stand-up like she was basically angry that was going viral and at one point, I DM'd her and was like, you're really funny. You should get on TikTok. You'd probably go viral, but you didn't. Ah. You're still doing stand-up. That's why you have 7,000 followers on Instagram and you're calling yourself a comedian. Like, I have a platform because I went to the future and was like, this this is what the people are doing. I got with the times and was mm-hmm. like, it's 2021. We are going to get on TikTok. She's like, it's so Step. embarrassing. These TikTokers calling themselves comedians. It's like, well, t- maybe TikTok – is the new stand-up, okay? Mm-hmm. You have to modernize. You have to, like, get where the people are. You want to get an audience? I'm sorry you didn't do it sooner. I don't know what to tell you. Like, at the end of the day, platform equals monetization and opportunities. If you right. don't have a platform, you don't get the opportunities. So if, if, if a fucking club came to you or this woman and asked which one of you, like if you can sell, that's what matters. And like, right. I think people have, like people are talking about like, and models and stuff. And I used to be so mad that Kendall Jenner was a model because at the end of the day, Kendall Jenner is not a good model. Like she's objectively bad no. at it. But like, I completely respect every brand that's choosing to use her because she sells, okay? Like people buy it if she's on it. So once you realize this is all a capitalist scheme, get mad at fucking capitalism. Don't get mad at like your your influencer. And that's why I never get mad that a person is getting bigger and then starting to monetize and make ads. Like Victoria Paris, like people were like, oh, she's just like doing an influencer shit now. It's like, let her. This have is you how, felt like, that? Have people done that to you? Where like you got big dude, and now they're like you're not relatable anymore. People don't say I'm not relatable. Thank God. I think it's because I'm not rich enough yet to not be relatable. Like people think that it's funny that I'm so poor. Yeah. But or at least like I'm not poor anymore. But I totally act like I am. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, Axel Weber. Okay, Axel. <laughs> I don't like. I do still live in a shitty apartment. I can't afford that much more. But I can like. I don't know. I'm not. Um, 
it's not like I'm going and buying cabbage off the side of the road, but I'm not like when I get to go to really cool experiences is what I mean. Like I, I shouldn't say that I'm rich. I'm not, but like I can um, fly home a little bit more often. I can yeah. go on a vacation or like go to like, I get invited to interesting stuff. A lot of the time I don't like the fashion week thing had to be made into a joke or else people would be upset that I went to fashion week. Like oh, yeah. I, if I, I don't share half the shit that I get invited to, because I, I like to go because it's fun and it's a cool experience. Like if I went to Revolve, I wouldn't post unless I absolutely had to because I wouldn't want people yeah. getting mad at me. That's the type of thing that I pretend where I pretend that I'm not getting invited to shit, but I am. Um, I mm-hmm. also pretend that I don't get sent influencer packages, but I do. I just don't post them. But I um I think that people get really like I have some like my fans are excited that I like post. They're like, oh, get your bag, whatever. But a lot of them do unfollow me when they see like a Princess Polly ad or some shit like that. And yeah. It's like, how do you think that I'm able to make content full time? It's because mm-hmm. I if you had a million followers, you would do this too. Like, like this you is wouldn't what say you're no supposed to, to do. It's money. Like having a platform is money. And like, what would I rather do? Like have a nine to five and not have the time to make content or get to do this full time. And then once every two weeks, I'd give you guys a video and you can either like it or scroll past it. But I really don't care if it upsets you because it's like, you would do it too for a check. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think that's so, how I feel too. I mean, I like, never get upset about influencers like selling out, quote unquote. I, I just mm-hmm. think that as long as all of your content is not monetized, like every single video is not an ad, then you have every right to post one or two a month. Like that's what you're supposed to do. I agree. I think it's very interesting to watch the like lifespan of a creator. Mm-hmm. And uh, the best creators will do it well, but I think people get really mad when they see other people winning and I think they need to like look inwards. Like yeah. even Bethany Frankel like can be one of the most famous housewives of all time and still gets mad. She's right. other people doing shit. Ugh, what? People get so mad about other people finding success. I don't understand why. I certainly can oh, yeah. get jealous, but I'll never like shit on them. It's I so think I realized like when you're jealous. jealousy jealousy is an indication that you want something. Like it's not like you no should shame. never be That's mad like the about the definition that. of jealousy, Alexis. No, what do you mean? but I mean like I feel like what people people are like once they see jealous then they turn it into hate instead of respect. Like, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, that's where they go instead. And it's like, oh, I hate that person because they have something. It's like, no, you should admire them and like see how they got that. And so- right. I'm not worried about other people. Like I also I maybe it's just a I don't know. I've it's a belief that I that things in my life will work out. And maybe it's like false and I shouldn't feel this comfortable. But like when other people are getting their ass up and doing things or getting opportunities that I think that like I would be fit for, my first thought is not like oh, like, fuck them. Like, I don't get, like, nervous that I'm not going to be able to do it anymore. Like, I don't think that they're winning makes means a lose for me. Like, I – it's just motivation for me to be – to do what I need to do. Like, I don't mm-hmm. – I don't know. I, I don't feel like I'm going to miss opportunities because, like, my friend, like, I don't know, wrote a TV show before I did. It's just going to be different. I think that's because it's an – you have to have an abundance mindset, guys. Come on. Manifest that shit. Because if you think it's not possible for you, then it won't be. Yeah. Exactly. So leave that alone. Anyway, Coachella, mm, it's not happening for me again. Absolutely not. Coachella fell off. Like, I'll go if Beyonce is there, but I think it probably fell off after Beyonce because you can't do better than that, you know? That's it. That's what happened, yeah. That's what it was. Ah, you know, our queen, she she, she let it go. All right, fine. 
Glad I got to go though. Very grateful. Very grateful. Always oh, have yes. to say that. You have that. to say that you're grateful. Always have to say that. I'm extremely grateful because did you know you can't like something and dislike it at the same time? Did you know that you're not allowed to not be grateful for everything? You can't say anything without being grateful. Do we have any voicemails? Do we have any voicemails? I would like to hear what the girls are saying. I'm sad we didn't get one last week. Hey, guys. So um, I'm here with my sister. Hi. Um, and we've just been going on about my brother. He's the middle child. So he's the middle. I'm the oldest, then my brother, then my sister. Long story short, my brother has been talking to, on and off, to this girl for six years. She's been leading him on for six years. Um, as really far as, anything. right, as far as I know from one of his other friends, like, they barely even fooled around. I mean, I don't want to get too much into that, but like, for six years, like, come on. Um, I don't know what she says or what, how she has him wrapped around his finger, but he's been seeing this new girl who is, happens to be friends with the old bitch. Yes. And we really like this new girl. Like, no, like we, we love, love her. her. Like, we have never really accepted any of his <laughs> flings or girlfriends. This is this girl, like, we love. Yeah. So, like, we're fighting for her. So I guess our question is, like, what advice can you give to help us talk to our brother, like, have them come to his senses? Oh, so what had happened was the old girl, so he's with this new girl, right, for the last couple of months. This old girl just, like, pops up, finds out that he's talking to the new girl, pops up and says, Oh, I know what we've been missing. We just needed space. I want a relationship with you now. And, like, from a girl's perspective, that's wrong. And we know from a girl's perspective that she's just trying to get separate them yeah. and do what she does best, best by being a bitch. Now they're fighting. She's not even that pretty she's, a girl from, like, six years. She's not even that, that, but, like, she just sucks. Yeah, but it sucks because Like, she sucks because you know what else she's doing is... She's texting my brother's best friend as well, yeah. who also has a girlfriend. Yeah. And she's texting him, like, sending no. pictures in the middle of the night of her in bed. Yeah, and no, no. Yeah. But no, she just, just bad vibes all around. Yeah. Like, she needs to go. We just need help to what How do we say. tell my brother that want... he's a fucking half an idiot right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. Like, that was pure chaos. Pure I chaos. Love I love everyone who calls in. They're also, I love everyone that who calls in. in this community. Thank you, bitches. I love you guys because you're my favorite people. Oh my Ma'am? God. They're all so fucking funny. Okay. You, you start. You start. Okay. Misrelationship. Okay. Expert. Listen, listen, listen. At first, I was a little hesitant because when anytime I hear a girl being like, this girl fucking sucks, like I'm always like, uh, does she really or are you like a bitch? But now I'm really like, if she's like, lead, I just don't know why she's leading him on this long. Like, I think that's- I'll tell you why. It's, it's ego. I used to do this too. A lot of people do. If you know that a guy likes you, you'll keep him in your life as long as possible because you like the feeling that he's there. I totally get it. It's not right. And I don't do this anymore. Mm. But what? In like middle school, I would like still stay friends with guys that I knew liked me because I was like, they'll always be there. Like he loves Mm. me. You know what I mean? She's being selfish. Personally, I don't like that vibe. Like I've never – I don't really do that because I'm not single. I like have a bunch of hoes or I have none, you know? Like it's kind of how it is. So I think that like – 
you just have to tell him and let it go because he's not gonna listen. Like, also, why do you, I don't know? I guess like sisters, it is nice to be friends with like your boyfriend's girlfriend or whatever. But at the end of the day, like unless you guys bully her yourselves, she's not going anywhere. And like if you bully her it might improve his relationship with her because she'll start to like complain to him. Be like, your sisters don't even like me. Like that would make it worse. So maybe you just need to be like, oh, really nice to her or something. I don't know. Listen, he's your brother. He's never going to want to take your advice. It's the same with when my mom like tells me anything about a guy that I'm seeing. She could be right or she could be wrong. I don't want to listen to whatever she tells me because she's my mom. And it's like, you have mm-hmm. an innate desire to go against your family. Okay, so he's... He doesn't think it's cool to take your advice, at least not yet, and he's never gonna. Um, He will look back and be like, yeah, they were right, but you gotta, like, there's nothing that you can do. I know that's really shitty to hear. It's annoying to hear. But you, like, being mean or nice to the girl isn't gonna change anything. Um, make it known. You can tell the the your brother, like, yeah, I don't like her and I don't think she's right for you. Like, have that I told you so – credit yeah don't don't like i know a lot of girls will be like we really don't like her but then you'll say to his face that you do like her don't play that shit don't play that shit in this situation be fucking honest and make it known like i haven't liked all of my brother's girlfriends and like but i'm not someone who like you i can't hide shit on my face if i don't like you you know and that's how you you guys need to act like you can be cordial but you need to be honest be nice to her. Don't, like, give her any reason. Don't give her any concrete proof that she can use to go to your brother and, like, turn mm. him against you as well. But t- just be totally honest. Like, he will bring her up and you guys can be like, mm, I don't know if I like her. And then leave it alone. He's never – the more you talk never. about this, the more he's going to want to stay with her because he just wants to go against you and he wants to prove you wrong. He will come around. I wish I knew how old he was. Me too. That was my – because six years is a long time. I'm assuming like what, 20s? I'm I'm assuming. He'll come around like exactly like the more you tell him that you don't like her, the like – but I honestly think if you guys actually like New Girl, get her out of this because she deserves more like at this point because – Help the New Girl find somebody else. Help the New Girl find someone because your brother is like, no, it's not happening. It's not happening. He clearly needs like some work. You gotta like it's a very simple answer. Just don't yeah. don't even Get bother her anymore. Go live your life. Mm-hmm. It'll all this this whole thing is all gonna work itself out. It is, it is. And you guys are gonna just like I know you're being protective sisters and I get it, but they don't care. I don't have any siblings, so I take my friendships pretty seriously. But I met my best friend's boyfriend this Ooh. weekend. How was he? I was a big fan. Shout out to Ethan. Oh. I really liked him. I Good think he was really, really there's something very – oh, also, also, I did this live show um, at the Little Field in Brooklyn and this couple came yeah. up to me Ooh. and one of them – and I'm forgetting her name, but she was so beautiful and she was a doctor and she was a, a huge doctor. fan of the podcast <gasps> and said that she listens to the podcast every week or whatever when she's getting her eyelashes done. Um, I love obsessed. that. And she was asking, like, what do you think of this guy that I'm with, like my boyfriend? I said the exact same thing to her as I said to my like to my best friend regarding her new boyfriend. I'm like, I like that he, even though he does not know about me, doesn't know who I am, he does not listen to the podcast. Your boyfriend has never met me before and doesn't know what I'm all about. You told him that you love me. So he came up to us, like he participated in the conversation. He took an active interest, looked me mm. right in the eye. What do you do? How long have you been doing it? That's exactly what Ethan did. That's exactly what this guy in Brooklyn did. They participated. 
I cannot fucking stand when somebody comes up to me and says, oh, I love your TikTok. And then the boyfriend just sits there on his phone, mm. removes himself from the conversation. I would have been so upset if my best friend had introduced me to this guy. We were at my friend's clothing store yeah. in Santa Monica. And this guy was like all about it. Like he he understood that we were part of this. We wanted to be at the clothing store and, and buy some stuff. He got right into it, started shopping, asking questions, introducing himself to people. Mm. You need – the boyfriend needs to see what you're taking an interest in and see what who your friends are and the people that you love and include himself in the conversation. Exactly. I fucking hate when a guy removes himself. So I told my best friend. I liked him because he – asked me questions. He was interested in what I was doing, or at least he pretended to be. He didn't like space out and walk away. He made himself a part of it and he participated because you love me and he wanted to love me too because he likes what you like. I like that. And that's also shows, that shows that a man doesn't just like you, but it shows that a man respects you because if he knows that you like something and he's going to be all up into it, like Jeff doesn't care about half the shit I talk about, but he remembers who, what it all is about. Like, it doesn't matter. Anyway, your brother's never going to listen to you, so let it go. And don't forget that. And also, like, I don't know, like, men just take forever to learn things. Like, I was driving back from the festival with this, uh, my coworker, he's 31. And I was like, yeah, like, all the girls, like, I think all the girls I know are, like, ready for a relationship, but all the guys, like, they don't, they're not until they're, like, 30. He's like, yeah, it's just like, when you turn 30, it just, like, it really clicks. And I was like, you're the problem. You're the problem because you're the, you like, mean? like it just really clicks that you just want to like settle down. And he's like, I was like, yeah, that's just crazy to me that like you're, that's what you, th- you don't think about it for like 10 years after a woman does. So I guess that's just how it is with your brother, with everybody, but men are out here. I heard a theory on Sex in the City and I've always run my life by that theory. Mm-hmm. And that is Miranda's cab theory. Have you heard yeah. that? Yeah. Men are like cabs. Once their light is on, the first person who gets in, that's the one. It's not about the girl. It's about when they're ready. And I have a lot of guy friends who are like in their 30s who are sort of like, they'll start dating a girl the minute they turn like 33. They have all these complaints about her, but they're like, yeah, I'll probably marry her. Because they're just done. Like they're ready and they feel this pressure from their friends. And their parents probably like, why you're like 30 and you're not married? All of their friends are getting married, which is kind of sad because I wish men understood that men could get married. They have this luxury of being able to get married and have whenever they want literally any age. Like nobody cares if a man gets married at 40, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was just talking to my guy friend the other day, and he's telling me about his new girlfriend. He's like, "Yeah, I'll probably just marry her." Because like, and it's crazy because like for them, like their life is just can be so comfortable. Like right. they're just gonna be so comfortable. Meanwhile, these women are gonna be searching for like emotional fulfillment in these men, and they're like not gonna find it. That's why I'll marry an older guy. I want to marry a guy who's been married before. That's a good point. I'd like to marry a guy who's like actually marrying me because he he doesn't have to get married or feel a pressure to get married, but he but because he wants to. Yeah, I don't want to marry a guy who's like thirty two and feels like his mom is bugging him about it. (laughs) Because that'll be that'll that that'll show up. You'll notice it. You'll see it. You'll see it. You'll see it. All right. Let's play a quick, quick, quick game of Roasted or Toasted. Okay. Roasted or Toasted, the Rihanna cheating rumors that were so absurd this week. 
Another person I kind of don't care about is Rihanna Loki. Don't put this, don't <laughs> put this energy out. Don't put this between us. I Please lo- don't. I think she's so beautiful and talented. I just like don't really think about her or her relationship. It wasn't that exciting to me when she was having babies. When Beyonce was having babies, I was really excited. This I don't really care about, but mm-hmm. she is beautiful. It's honestly, it's disappointing. I, I'm sad that she's having babies with ASAP Rocky because I don't think ASAP Rocky is good enough for her. Um, but good for her if that makes her happy. These cheating rumors were like, I just feel like, why do we have to, because they were so fake and like unfounded, I just feel like, why do we have to hate on a woman who's in her happiness? Like, if someone's pregnant, leave them alone. Like, they don't need that stress, you know? Maybe that should and, be like, a rule. Where you if can't a celebrity talk is shit pregnant, about pregnant, you can't people. talk shit about them for nine months. I agree. You shouldn't be able to speak about so, – like, it should legally not be allowed. You cannot speak about negatively about a pregnant person. Like, right. it's disgusting. I feel like I was I was sad to see it and, like, also I, – I mean, I would have believed it because I don't trust ASAP Rocky. <laughs> so, right. hate to see it. Hate to see I it. You know what? Everything is believable to me. I don't care if it's Rihanna. I don't care if it's the most beautiful, beautiful person in the world. Princess Diana, Beyonce, yeah, all of these women, what do they all have in common? They're known as the most beautiful and respected women in the world, and they've all been fucking cheated on by an ugly piece of shit. Yep. I don't trust anyone. I don't think it comes down to the women at all. I'm, I, don't, I don't think these rooms are true. They're just so ridiculous. But either way – it wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world. Oh, the most beautiful woman mm-hmm. in the world who's so talented and a business mogul and just amazing in every single way has been cheated on by a guy who's so average. Yeah, it has nothing to do with her. He's threatened. He feels insecure. He feels like he has a lot more to offer in terms of, I don't know, inflating his ego and and fucking other women. And he needs to feel young and exciting and he needs to fuck somebody. It's just men are these gross, disgusting creatures and – I don't, I'm not surprised. If you really think about it, men's egos are like the reason for all like sadness across yeah. the world. Like met like that's what we're that's what we've got in Russia. That's where all wars have come from. That's where all like violence comes from. This Displacement in, capitalism. Ukraine is in shambles because Putin has an ego. <laughs> no, like everyone. So like I wouldn't like you said I wouldn't be surprised because men are just trash. No, they really Take- are. I don't know. I, I just think that it. like – have you read this book, Why Men Love Bitches? I haven't read it, but I've seen it, yeah. It, there's a lot of really valuable advice in there and I'm not saying that it's – it's a really sad book to me because mm-hmm. it's completely accurate. It's all about like how to attract and maintain a relationship with a man. Um, yeah. And it talks about men. It's sort of like the way that you train a dog and there's all these weird tactics and things and – Ways that you need to like tiptoe around them and like types of things that you can or can't say to them. Like it's totally accurate. Like it totally yeah. works. And if anyone's looking to get a man like and keep him, I recommend the book. But it's really sad that like this is the reality that we live in where there was also this great show that I saw. Um, you all should see Jacqueline Novak, Get On Your Knees. It's a great one-woman show. But it's basically all yeah. about how like we literally have to like – she has this great line all about – I wish I could remember it. It's like you have to keep putting up these little like fences, like these little boundaries that you like mm-hmm. like to protect a man's ego. Like you're like doing these little like <laughs> um, 
I don't know what it is, like little like You're like uh, dancing around it. Dancing around it. Like there's all these things that you like have to do and say in order to like not women are just like a living contradiction. Like everything we do is just like you have to be this, but you can't be too much of this, and you have to be that, but you can't be too much of that. It's all so that men don't feel threatened and they don't leave you. Like you have to one of the things like leave you is like the easiest thing, like leave you, attack you, hate you, like humiliate you you. so much. Yeah. I like one of the things that she said in this book and also that Jacqueline Novak said in her show was like, like, it's so funny how we're advised to not tell men when they've like done something really stupidly. Like when they like let them think that they fixed a problem. Because they'll like you have to alone. If you tell them like like if a guy hangs up a painting crooked, this is one of the tips in the book. You ask him to hang a painting. He had one job. He hangs it up crooked. You don't say okay, but I asked you to do this and you did it wrong. No, no, no. Say oh my god, thank you, my hero. You did this so perfect. Thank you so much. And then when he leaves, you go and you straighten the painting because that's how if you start giving him these little critiques. He will feel incompetent and he will leave you and humiliate you and hate you forever. So it's just sad. Anyway, this has gotten a little bit preachy, but yes, men are trash. And if he did cheat on her, I completely believe it. Yeah. She probably like, told him that he didn't hang the painting, right? Yeah. And like, it's not to say that it's her fault. It's not her fault. This is like a larger societal issue. If you get cheated on, it's not your fault. You were just too good. Yes. Yeah, there sucks. you go. You were. Like, women Women are too good for men. But, yeah, I mean, men are dogs. Like, I feel like – I literally, like, you train your boyfriend. Like, everyone trains their boyfriends. Like, Dude, even, whether even you like it or dad, not, you're training them. My dad admitted that men are dogs. The other day, I'm, like, walking out of the house. I tried to film a TikTok video where I was sneaking out of the house without my dad making a comment on my outfit. I was, like, going out mm. on a Friday night <laughs> wearing something really slutty. So I thought it would be a funny concept, but it turned kind of dark because my dad was, like, Tall's, like, leave something up to the imagination. And I was, like, <laughs> well, don't you I, – I went into this whole thing just because I thought it would be funny to, like, go into this rant and was, like – you know, there are a lot of cultures around the world where all the women walk around naked and that way, like, nothing is left up to the imagination and therefore nothing is a taboo and women's bodies are not sexualized. They're just seen as bodies because we're not, like, hiding parts of them. So maybe if mm. we didn't leave things up to the imagination. And then he goes into this thing about how, like, yes, but men can't resist themselves. We are all dogs and, like, oh, maybe you shouldn't – like, we we cannot hold ourselves back. I'm like, okay, so what you're saying is, like, men are animals with no self-control and, like, aren't actually real humans. And he was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that so period. sad? Period. Like, what the fuck? It's so Everyone sad. is. They all Everyone are. Is. They don't have to be anything else. It's honestly yeah. sad. And, like, every time I realize there's a huge issue with society, I'm like – I need to be sedated because there's like, we really can't fix it. It's so annoying. Right. (laughs) Just let me like, can you bitches just let me like be happy and peace like and not worry about being too successful and I'm going to get cheated on? Like, God damn. Like, just gives me another nightmare every day. Everything is terrible. The world sucks. There is no hope for us, especially for women. And also everything's on fire and the earth is going to die. And we're all going to die. Did you see Teffy's like TikTok? No. She was like talking about how she's not having kids. I was like, oh yeah. I mean, just go look at that thing in Union Square. Mm -hmm. What do you think is going to happen when that clock runs out? Are we all just going to like party? Everyone's just going to go about their day. Yeah. I just feel like 
I've cut. Are is are, have you started like judging people who have kids? I've always I done like, that since I was born. <laughs> like since before we were talking well, about too. the climate crisis. Me I've too, always but been like, why would you trauma. want that? Literally, me too, but because of trauma, because my mom. I've never understood why somebody would want children. <laughs> I just feel like at this point now, I'm like, now it's like kind of like unethical. So, yeah. Although yeah. everything is I'm everything's like, yeah. unethical. God, we're so miserable. Yeah, sorry. We're so miserable, guys. It's because Coachella put Alexis in a bad mood. It put me in a bad mood. And it, it like took away my brain cells. And like this whole time, I've just been looking at how dark. Really? I'm growing back my brain cells. Yeah. Oh, good for you. In LA with the sun. Yeah, I really needed a little refresher. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. I hope you're doing fabulous. Send in more voicemails because they're my favorite thing to listen to. Bye. Bad Vibes is a Betches Media production. The podcast is produced and edited by Sean Kilby. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to leave us a voicemail at 212-287-5244 or send your emails to badvibes at betches.com. Betches.